Well, hello Toowoomba. Welcome to this week's episode of Talkin' Toowoomba. I'm Shane, and coming up this week, we talk with local author Jane Smith. So it is apt that we mark International Storytelling Day on Friday the 20th of March. It celebrates the tradition of oral storytelling and encourages participants to tell and listen to stories from different cultures and in different languages. We also chat with Ben from the Lit Festival, running all this week, and head to the top of the range to hear from chef and owner Nick of Chard Restaurant. This week, Talkin' Toowoomba is proudly supported by the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce. Please note, this episode was pre-recorded prior to the Federal Government's announcement about mass gatherings and events with regard to the coronavirus. So please be aware that some of the content with regards to what's on may no longer be happening. We have made the decision to leave the details in as we still want to support local community and businesses. Now let's begin, as usual, with news of the week. Queensland Health have advised Toowoomba will open a drive-through COVID-19 clinic in the car park at the northern side of Toowoomba's Bailey Henderson Hospital from Monday the 16th of March. It will be operational between the hours of 10am and 6pm, seven days a week. If you use the central car park in Neal Street, the good news is the $1 per hour fee for three hours is here to stay after the trial was deemed a success by the Toowoomba Regional Council. So keeping up with fun facts in News of the Week, we couldn't leave out International Goof-Off Day, celebrated Sunday the 22nd. This day encourages people to take the day to relax and do unproductive and useless things. The expression refers to the act of doing something that is unproductive while neglecting actual important work. A goof-off is a person who engages in such acts and ignores their duties and tasks. Sounds a bit like me. Did you know the world's most famous Goofy comic character, Goofy, was originally known as Dippy Dang? Enough of that. On with this week's show. Time for Let's Eat Out. Well, I'm going to chat to a chef, a chef here in Toowoomba that I think you're going to enjoy having a bit of a listen to. Good morning, Chef Nicholas. How are you this morning? G'day, Shane. Good, thanks, mate. How's yourself? Yeah, good. So tell us about this great restaurant that you're at. Well, my name's Nick. Um, I am the head chef and owner of Chard. Uh, really passionate about what we do here at the top of the range. We operate a cafe during the day, doing the expected cafe fare, eggs and bacon and Benedict and stuff. And we use that to, to get through our days while we build into our quite magical evenings. Really proud of what we produce in the evening. We're doing something a little bit different for Toowoomba, trying to take the restaurant scene to that next level and um, kind of be a part of Toowoomba as it as it modernises and grows into 2020. Now, I get the feeling that you're very much into food, cuisine and presentation. So what's some of the things that you like to do from, from a chef's point of view? Well, obviously, fine dining in Australia has has morphed and changed a lot over the last 30 years. I think it all started off a little bit stale through the 80s and 90s. We um, got a little bit misled by the tuxedo, a little bit pompous kind of affair of the haute cuisine of the French in in the 80s and 90s. And I think that was something that was never going to work very well in Australia. I think for the Australian format, fine dining has to be more about uh, having a a good-sized 
feed. The, the size of a meal has is, is remained very important in Australia. We expect uh, value for our money when we do go to restaurants. And that's kind of one of the main misconceptions that I would I would want to quell sooner rather than later is obviously that fine dining is not necessarily small food anymore. That's uh, an idea of the past. Uh, and obviously the focus that I'm sure we've all seen on television and in, even in the bigger supermarkets like Woolies now, this focus on uh, more kind of local, sustainable Australian produce. So you're into featuring uh, local produce on your menu? Yeah, well, I mean, the Darling Downs is, is no secret that we've got some really good things going around. And uh, as a chef, as someone who's only, you know, two or three years old living in the Darling Downs area, I'm still very much enjoying getting my feet wet with all the local farmers and produce. great example of that in my own restaurant is our mushrooms, for example. They come from a lovely, lovely, lovely couple in Drayton who actually grow those for us. So, I mean, so far as local goes, five or six minutes from the restaurant is... Uh, that's a real win for us. Well, that's good to hear that we were supporting Toowoomba and the Darling Downs. Now, with the restaurant and fine dining, do, do you do events there as well? Yeah, of course we do, mate. I think weddings are weddings are some of my favourite favourite events to cater for. Uh, weddings always come with a certain a certain magic of their own. You know, everybody's in the right mood. Everyone's kind of swept away in the fantasy of the day. And being the food, being the backdrop for an event like that, really is the is the absolute dream. It's much nicer to, to feed 30 or 40 people at once than kind of drips and drabs, you know. You can really build a real atmosphere around the food and a real excitement. So functions and events are definitely a focus up here for Chad. So not just weddings, but you'll do any type of events with a reasonable size number of people? I'll feed any group of people who stand still long enough, Shane. <laughs> ah, yeah, well, okay, that sounds like me. I don't mind sitting down to a good to a good feed. Is is there a dish on your menu that you really enjoy presenting to the diner? I really enjoy not so much a particular dish on our menu, but I really enjoy the format of our menu. So our menu is uh, an assortment of shared plates. So the idea being that you sit down with your significant other, favourite friend, family of ten, group of forty, whatever it may be, uh, and then we present you with three or four, depending on whether you opt for dessert, courses of shared fare. So we like to keep the focus on being able to actually have a conversation around the food that we are serving. Uh, I really don't want it to be a, a one-stop shop as simple as come in, have the schnitzel, go home. I, I, I really find no fanfare or magic in that at all. Uh, we want to make sure that people can conversate around our food and we do that by providing that shared style of dining where everybody gets to try a little bit of everything and, and really have a good conversation. Well, we need to get down to Chard and, and enjoy ourselves over a, an hour or two in the, in the evening. What's the best way to check out and get in contact with Chard? Well, we've tried to make it as easy as possible. Um, we take walk-ins. There'll always be a table available. We seat about 110, 120. We've got a phone number which is made available on our Facebook and a Facebook that will lead you through to a dedicated website. We feature also on the Fork or TripAdvisor or Dimmy or any of those platforms that you might like to use at home. Okay, so if, if someone's old school and goes, well, I'd like to ring them to make a booking, what's your number? 0457 295 332. Well, it's been great chatting with you, Nicholas. I look forward to popping in and having some fine food at Chard Restaurant in Toowoomba. Easy done, Shane. You know where I am. Here's something to see. I have on the line with me Ben from the Lit Festival, who's going to tell us what the Lit Festival is all about. G'day, Ben. G'day, and thank you for having me. Uh, Lit Festival Stories in Light is a public arts event held in the middle of Toowoomba, 
And we're all about bringing stories from the region, past, present and future, and presenting them in a really creative way. And that's through light, art, projections, sculptures, workshop and performance. So there's a lot going on and it's all free. The One of the ethos of the festival is to make this arts and community event as inclusive as possible. And that's why we hold it in the public space. Okay, so exactly where is this festival taking place, Ben? Yeah, so there are three precincts in the CBD. The first one, we're showing Amanda Parra's work, which is uh, called Intrude, and people will find uh, five giant glowing rabbits, and that's actually going to be in Central Square on the grounds of Grand Central, which is on Margaret Street. The second precinct is where our family-friendly community arts installation is going to be shown. And uh, the name of that work is Parallels of Time by the artist, a local artist, Alex Stalling. And that is going to be straight outside the city library. And then the third location is actually Bell Street Mall. So that's off Ruthven Street and people will see the work of Sky Thompson. Now, the event only happens every two years. Is that correct? That's correct. It's a biennial festival. And uh, that's just all about sustainability. If you miss out seeing it over the next uh, week or so, you're going to miss out then for another two years. So <laughs> That's correct. So yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. saying is get along. It's unticketed, no tickets are required. Um, and I will just add, it is going for nine days. That's the, the main big giant glowing rabbits at Central Square. But if you want to come uh, during any weekend, because it's for two weekends, this is the weekend to come to tonight. So the 13th and 14th, because this is where everything will be activated and uh, there'll be street performers moving between those spaces. So opening weekend is the uh, hot weekend to go to. What about on the, uh, the 20th, 21st? What have you got special happening then? Uh, Amanda's um, work, um, direct from uh, Tasmania, that will still be showing till Saturday night. So if you haven't made it across the week, then that weekend will be the last opportunity to see it until 10 o'clock each night. And then there'll also be a closing party that Grand Central are putting on. There'll be um, some live music, just a nice celebratory community event. Now, if people are wanting to actually find out a little bit more about this, you've got a Facebook page? Yes. Uh, If you go, uh, just type in Lit Festival Toowoomba into Facebook, you will find us. Um, That is probably the best place to go because it will be updated over the course of the weekend and it will be good to see other people's pictures and whatnot. There's a bit of hype that builds and word of mouth. It's a very Toowoomba thing that then people kind of go, oh, I don't want to miss out. I want to be part of this. Um, Alternatively, you can go to Instagram and go to lit.festival and you'll find our stream. Question for you that I ask all my guests. Ben, what's your favourite thing about Toowoomba? So my favourite thing about Toowoomba is that there really is a change of pace. I've been here for, this is coming on to my 11th year And when I travel out of the region, maybe fly out to bigger capital cities, do find returning back to Toowoomba, I really just kind of sigh and really kind of sink in to that feeling again that everything is really quite easy. We're very lucky to live in a place where, you know, we're not commuting hours um, in traffic. 
that. We have beautiful parks. We have the Four Seasons, which, you know, uh, it's going to be chilly tonight and during the festival. So I do recommend people rug up. But, you know, it really is that livability factor. Change of pace. It's not too frenetic. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful place to live in. Tree-lined streets, like, you know, who could ask for that when you're just driving down a local suburban street? Ben, look, I want to thank you for your time. It's been great chatting with you and finding out about the Lit Festival between now and Saturday the 21st. I will see you there. See you there, Ben. Thanks for your time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Marianne and her microphone is available for all of your singing and event MC needs in Toowoomba and the local area. Marianne is the only person in the Darling Downs to offer musical messages, which are a unique and modern spin on the singing telegram. It makes such a perfect gift for your loved one. For more information, visit Marianne's Facebook page at Marianne and her microphone. Now, in the spotlight. Today we're talking with Jane Smith, a local Toowoomba writer and librarian about her new book, Ship of Death. Hello, Jane. Hi, Shane. How long have you been writing? Well, in earnest, for about, or since about 2014, that's when my first books were published, but um, I've always enjoyed writing. And I think, well, my first book was actually published in 2008 by the City Library, and then there was a bit of a uh, gap there, and then I really started getting into the writing career about six years ago. What type of books do you like to write? I mainly enjoy writing about history and um, any type of history. I like nonfiction and I like fiction and I've written for adults and for children. So it's mainly I really enjoy the research element and translating my research into words and, and trying to make it accessible to my readership. So, yeah, just like sharing true stories and sometimes putting a fictional twist on them. Okay, so now your latest book is called Ship of Death. Could you tell us yes. a little bit about the ship of death? Well, it's a really sad story. It's a it's a non-fiction history book, but written in a fairly in a narrative style. And it's about a ship that came to Moreton Bay, as it was called then, back in 1850. It was one of the first government sponsors ships to bring free settlers directly into Moreton Bay. It was actually the second such ship. Um, and typhus broke out on the voyage and killed quite a lot of people on the voyage, and it the ship's surgeon, George Mitchell, also fell sick with it. So that when they arrived, they had to be quarantined on Stradbroke Island. A quarantine station had just been set up there, but it hadn't really been fitted out. So they had really terrible accommodation, just, you know, tents and leaky old convict outbuildings that were dilapidated. And they were there for uh, over three months, and it was an absolutely terrible time. that The ship's surgeon eventually died, and Another surgeon came out from Brisbane to help and, and he died. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a really grim story. So, uh, And there was a lot of heroism and tragedy, but some of them eventually became eminent citizens and some of them had tragic lives. So I saw the, the memorials out on Stradbroke Island in this beautiful cemetery there and it just made me wonder about these people and what their stories were and, and what became of them. So I decided to research that and to put it into a book form, just preserve that part of history. Yeah, it sounds like it's a bit of an interesting follow of our early uh, settlement here. Yeah. Now, I also believe Kerry O'Brien wrote the foreword for the book. Now, that must have been a bit of a thrill for you. Tell us about that. It was a real thrill. Um, I found out his ancestors were aboard this, the ship. They were a husband and wife with small children. 
they survived it, obviously, and their children uh, had descendants and Carrie O'Brien's one of them. And that feature, he featured in an episode of Who Do You Think You Are on SBS a few years ago. And that's where I learned that he had a connection with it and he's very interested in history. So I wrote to him and asked if he would be interested in reading my book and writing a forward. And he, to my surprise and delight, he readily agreed to do that and has was very gracious about it. That's excellent. Now, how long have you lived here in Toowoomba? It's been just over 20 years, I think 21, 22. Yeah, I grew up in Brisbane and then lived in New South Wales for a little while and then moved up here in the late 90s. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's one of your favourite things about Toowoomba? Well, I think the size of Toowoomba makes it conducive to a nice lifestyle. Um, It's small enough so there's a, a really good community and big enough now I like how it's become a more diverse community and you know it's easy to get around and you often run into people you know and I just think it's a it's a really nice lifestyle without all the hassles of the traffic and smog and all that sort of thing so yeah I really enjoy it here I think it's a beautiful place. Yeah look lastly before we go you better tell us where we're able to buy Ship of Death and your other books that you've written. Yeah sure you can buy them from some of the bookshops in Toowoomba, the Book Tree, uh, Cub and Co Museum, Dimmicks have been stocking it. You can also buy it through my website. And your website is? janesmithauthor.com. And from there, you can find links to any of my books and you can buy Ship of Death also through, online through Amazon, Booktopia, any of those sites. Or if you're local, you can just contact me directly and I can get a signed copy out to you. Excellent. Well, look, thanks very much for your time today, Jane. My pleasure. I'm sure that this book, Ship of Death, is going to make an interesting read. Thanks very much, Shane. Thanks, Shane. Bye for now. Bye. This is What's On. Welcome to What's On, brought to you by the Toowoomba Regional Council. Now let's start with a jam-packed week of events. Science on the Move is on at the Cobb & Co Museum till May the 4th. The Lit Festival will light up our night sky again, running from the 13th to the 21st of March. All events are free. See their Facebook page for details. A craft session, leatherette earrings at the new So You Can Craft Coffee Lounge, Wyala Plaza, on Wednesday the 18th of March from 10.30 till 12 noon. Bookings are essential. See their Facebook page for details. The musicals The Sapphires is playing at the Empire Theatre from 7.30pm on Thursday the 19th of March. Free movie night. Outdoor screening of the movie Toy Story 4 at the Greenmount Hall on Friday the 20th of March at 7pm. No bookings are required. Keep up to date on the Youth Connect TRC Facebook page. The Toowoomba Steam Weekend presented by... The Southern Downs Steam Railway is operating four train trips from Toowoomba Station to Wairima and back. Two-hour round trip, 9am to 1pm Saturday and Sunday. Book on their website, sdsr.org.au or phone them on 466-197-889. A free caravan seminar at the RV Service Centre on the corner of Gardner and Boundary Streets. Make your caravan better. Get some tips to make your vanning life easier. Meet some other local caravanners and ask the RV team your burning questions. 
sausage sizzle and drinks included. Please RSVP to reserve your seat on their Facebook page. It's on Saturday, March 21st from 9 till 11am. Rustic Furniture Workshop. Join Andrew McDonald, who's a wood and metal artisan, for a weekend of creating rustic furniture from branches and sticks. It's being held at the Cobb Co Museum on Saturday the 21st of March from 9am till 4pm. Locals only, Toowoomba Skateboarding Contest is being held at the Oakey Skate Park on Saturday the 21st of March from 2 till 5pm. Return to the Roaring Twenties Fundraising Dinner. Lifeline Darling Downs and South West Queensland Limited are hosting a Return to the Roaring Twenties Fundraising Dinner at the Cathedral Centre in Neal Street. There will be dinner, dancing and a fundraising auction. It's on Saturday the 21st of March from 6.30 till 11.30pm. See their Facebook page for more details. Theatre Sports is on at the Canvas Co-working in Rutheran Street. Come along for a great night of drama, entertainment and spontaneous laughter. See their Facebook page event for more details. It's on Saturday the 21st from 7 till 9pm. Take a Hike Toowoomba. Take a Hike is the ultimate community fundraising challenge aimed at raising vital funds for children with autism. It's on at the Queen's Park Gardens on Sunday the 22nd from 6 till 11am. Summer tunes on at Wairima Obst Park Oval on Sunday from 3 till 6pm. Summer tunes is also on at the Pittsworth Historical Village on Sunday, 3 till 6pm. Free beginners scooter lessons. The beginners scooter lessons is at being held at the Crow's Nest Park on Sunday the 22nd of March from 3 till 5pm. Please register to attend at australianskateboarding.com. To keep up to date and for more information, visit Youth Connect TRC Facebook page. This week's markets. On Thursday the 19th from 9.30 to 12 noon, the Kingsthorpe QCWA Fun March Morning. Produce and craft market stalls. Admissions $10, entertainment and morning tea at the Kingsthorpe War Memorial Hall. And of course, on Saturday the 21st of March, the Toowoomba's Farmers Markets are on under the windmills at the Cobb & Co Museum from 7 till 12pm. The Makers Market will be held at Blank Space, the Mills Precinct, on Sunday the 22nd of March from 8 till 1pm. Thanks to the Toowoomba Regional Council, and remember, you can list your event for free on their events page. Visit tr.qld.gov. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe now. It's free. And check us out on Facebook, Insta and Twitter. Links are available in our show notes if you need further information on anything in this episode. This week, Talkin' Toowoomba is proudly supported by the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce. I'm Shane. And I look forward to joining you again next week on Talkin' Toowoomba. See you around, Toowoomba.